Podcasting from a sex writing cave somewhere in the middle of the internet, this is The Smut Lancer Show, a weekly podcast where we discuss writing about sex and getting paid to do it. The Smut Lancer podcast is hosted by Kayla Lords and Molly Moore, two sex bloggers who have more ideas than they have time in the day. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smut Lancer podcast is produced weekly, except during those times when we finally admit we need a mini vacation. Show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. When you're ready to take your smut lancing career to a new level, join the Smut Lancers community on Patreon. For as little as $5 per month, you can ask questions, get answers, and interact with both Molly and Kayla and an entire community of other people who create content about sex and want to get paid to do it. Head over to patreon.com slash thesmutlancers. That's patreon.com slash thesmutlancers to learn more. on hello are you there welcome back to the smut lancer podcast with me molly moore and again this month i have been joined by my other half michael knight hello (laughs) yes this is what we do on a saturday evening oh so exciting (laughs) but then the kids won't go out I know, that's true. <laughs> like, yeah, you go. Well, annoyingly, one goes out and then the other stays in and then they like swap round. But anyway, that is not our topic for this week, month. Our topic this month is about hosting. So hosting your website, blog, where you should do it, best practice type stuff. So let's start at the beginning. And that's a very good place to start. It is a very good place to start. Um, and many of us started our blogs on free platforms, myself included, such as WordPress.com or Blogger. Well, probably the two main big ones that most people have started on. But in recent years, there's been a little rise in other free space hosting, such as as Squarespace, Wix, any others jump to mind? Well, I mean, obviously WordPress.com is... And, there. and Blogger, and right. Blogger still there. But um, not so those... popular as they used to be for adult content. Right, so lots of people have started on those. The, why should you not be on those free platforms? There's a number of reasons, but the really big one is if you are doing anything with adult content particularly if it's involving pictures but not exclusively none of these platforms actually want you some of them tolerate you but your time is limited they will at some point just decide to shut you off over the years since I've been doing this and Michael's been doing this I cannot tell you it, I must be in the 30s now easily. of easily of bloggers who have continued on with WordPress, continued on with WordPress or Blogger, and then literally woke up one morning and their blog is gone. And particularly WordPress about are, are uh, pretty militant with this. If they switch you off for breaching terms of service, as they say, which is what they will say if they find adult content... Unless you have paid for a domain name with them or bought a business account, they will, in our experience, mostly, 
not reactivate your account. And and delete your content. Your content is gone. The minute you go and it says, please get in touch, your content is gone. They can't, probably can't even get it back if they wanted to. It is toast. So, yeah, free sites. All a big mistake, a huge risk. If you absolutely are going to be on a free site, back up your content all the time. And, and a lot of these sites like Wix and Squarespace make it incredibly difficult to export your content to go someplace else on, on purpose. They, they want you to be there. They give you, you know, a free hosting package and then you want to do something that isn't included in free and so they charge you extra money like having a domain name. Even WordPress does that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so everything you do, uh, they want to charge you more. And it's, it very quickly becomes very expensive. I mean, uh, WordPress.com charges infinitely more for your domain name than anyone else does. Uh, you spend about $25 a month for a domain name with privacy. Where a year? A month. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You're right. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm thinking a year. <laughs> like, no, you don't. <laughs> sorry, everybody. Whereas, He's having a funny turn. Whereas you can go to some place like Namecheap or some other domain providers. Namecheap gives you uh, domain protection, your private information kept private for free along with that, which often costs 8 to $12 a year. So you can save a lot of money by just staying away from WordPress. And even if you are on WordPress, you can still use Namecheap, but WordPress wants you to give them money still, so they charge you for that privilege. And all these places do that. Every other little thing you want to do that isn't part of their base package costs you money. Yeah, so if you want extra, you know, you want to do, some of them will charge you extra to put on SEO plugins, for example, to be able to do SEO. So our advice from much experience is don't pay these free platforms a penny because it's not cost effective. It is much cheaper to go to separate self-hosting and pay there. We will get onto that in a minute. But so, yes, if you're on a free platform and doing it all completely free, that's fine. That's up to you. Be careful. For goodness sake, back up your content because if the chances are what tends to happen is that somebody reports your content And if somebody reports your content, they don't bother to investigate because they don't care. All they care about is that this is an annoying report of abusive terms of service and they literally just switch switch you off. At that point, you've pretty much got no comeback. So if you love your blog or for many of you, you perhaps want to make money from your blog or make money associated with what you do as blogging, then being on one of these free platforms is not the best plan because it's really precarious. Um, So yes, that's why you shouldn't be on a free platform. So self-host. Yes, and also then, as Michael said, don't then pay these free platforms. Don't think, oh, if I get a business account on WordPress, that will protect me. Or if I get a domain name on WordPress, that will protect me. Absolutely doesn't protect you. I know people who have done both those things and still had their blog, um, their account terminated because it was adult content. The only benefit they got from doing that was that WordPress would let them back in to get their content. But that was it. They were then like, no, you're done, mate. So it doesn't afford you any protection apart from that tiny little thing. And it will absolutely guarantee to cost you more money than if you just self-host yourself. You're going to have to hire me. 
to save you because I can't tell you the number of panicked messages <laughs> I, I get. And I don't like making money this way. I don't I, I don't like it when people are, you know, up In against the wall. Vulnerable. Yeah. So it's always better to plan ahead. Yeah. Make that move before it happens because it will happen. Yes. The, you are going to find people going, I've done it for eight years and I've been perfectly fine. Yeah. And then poof, they're gone. The, the, yeah. And there are people also who say, oh, well, I only write. I don't post pictures. Um, you're less likely to get removed, but not completely. It doesn't make you safe. It really doesn't. The only way your content is completely safe is if you self-host. So, okay, let's move on and talk about finding a host. Well, the, the tricky part of finding the host is you have to do some research mm-hmm. um, uh, because, uh, weirdly, Bluehost, which you would think because of their name would be a great place to put your content. Right, because it makes you think of Blue movies. Yep. Does not allow adult content of any sort. Mm-hmm. And when you do find a host that maybe seems like they don't, read the terms of service and the acceptable use policy and look for vaguely worded phrases Mm -hmm. that go um, no pornography and you might not think what you do is pornography Mm -hmm. but as the judge famously said I can't define pornography but I know it when I see it and that's their tactic they want to have their butts covered so that if somebody does make a complaint they can just point to that phrase and go that's you right I mean, I think you can almost use Instagram as a really good example here because what I think of as pornography and what Instagram thinks of as pornography are two completely different things because Instagram thinks that a topless art nudie picture of a woman is pornography. And I don't think that's pornography. I think that's artistically nude. So, yes, when a company puts pornography, they're literally using an umbrella term so that they can then enforce that term in whatever way they see fit. So be careful of those that vague terminology. If in doubt, ask. Mm, ask other people. Or and even ask the host. Mm. I mean, you can message them and say, "This is what I do. What? How are you with that?" Because at least you've been upfront. If they say no, if they look and go, "Absolutely not." Well, then you haven't. You've lost nothing. You haven't spent any money with them. You just move on to the next one. Even even Patreon. <coughs> Excuse me just suspended an account because they had the genitals of uh, uh, Michelangelo's David uh, on one of their Patreon pages. This is a carving of a statue and Patreon said this is pornographic. But okay, so we might have to talk about this later because I know people who use Patreon and post pictures, but maybe they hadn't marked their their Patreon as adult content. And and except for this picture, which is about naked statues, it isn't adult content. Ah, so that's the problem. (laughs) So yeah, so don't like freak out having just heard that that your Patreon is at risk there. If you've marked it as adult content, then I know that they will allow you like artistic nude type stuff. So. Cut, breathe. I think Michael might have just terrified someone there, but it's it, all. It looked better safe than sorry in all these accounts. Never assume when content isn't on your space, it's at risk. Right. And so this is just to try to emphasize: you really need to pay attention to the rules and yeah. read the rules, and don't just read them at the beginning because terms of service and AUPs get updated all the time, and they don't have to tell you. 
Right. So, yeah, finding a host. If you want a recommendation for a host, feel free to get in touch with us and we will give you one. We're not going to... We decided that we weren't going to list anybody um, on the podcast for the simple reason that over the years we have recommended many hosts and quite often the hosts that we recommend one day, as Michael said, they change, they get sold to a bigger company and the next thing you know, they're not adult content friendly anymore. And so I don't want to put names out here and then somebody listens to this back in six or nine months time and goes, oh, I'll use that host. Only assume that it's fine and actually what's happened in that meantime is that they've got bought by a bigger company and they're now adult content hostile. So get in touch if you want a host uh, recommendation at any point in the future when you do and we will give you our current favourite folks uh, that we would recommend people use. Um, but yes, make sure you read there. If you want, if you go it alone, absolutely do your research, read the terms of service, read acceptable use policy. If in doubt, contact them before you buy your three-year hosting plan or whatever, <laughs> and then you discover four months in that actually they don't allow the adult content and you've just given them three years worth of money. So be really cautious. And just a very quick note about buying domain names. We did touch on it earlier, but if you don't own one, you will need one for this. And I think we are happy to say Namecheap yeah. at this point. Yeah. Buy it from Namecheap. You get privacy, which means the... You have um, to fill in your, your actual information, your actual name, yeah, your, your address, name. and your phone number because the governments require that information. Yeah. And that is often, for many websites, available on the web unless you buy privacy to go with it where they yeah. obscure that information. So if you're doing adult blogging and you want to be at all anonymous, be sure that you get privacy with it. And since Namecheap gives it to you for free for as long as you keep renewing the domain. Yeah. And good. and don't and uh, and a really important thing here is don't let your domain name lapse. Yes, because that's a nightmare that we've encountered. A few people have done is a really huge mistake. It's really complicated to try and get it back. It can cost you a lot of money. It can certainly take a lot of time, and there is a chance that you might even lose it. So, for goodness' sake, set a reminder on your calendar. Something you can set it to auto renew. Set it to auto renew is our advice. But if you don't want to, for goodness' sake, do that because yes, if you let your domain name lapse. Uh-uh. Also, just a very quick note about um, dot com dot whatever. Yeah, .co.uk, .whatever. Uh, my, my recommendation is don't get a... Country-specific right. domain. Yeah. Uh, because as a general rule, I mean, unless you're, you know... So, for example, if you are running a local curry shop <laughs> or fish and chips or whatever your thing is, your local what, and you're buying a website for that, then absolutely country specific because you don't care whether somebody finds your domain name, whether someone finds your fish and chip shop who lives in New Jersey. Right, I was just going to say Baltimore. Um, <laughs> when your fish and chip shop is is in um, Manchester, you don't really care. It is local and specific to the area. So in that situation, that's what those um, domain name endings are for. 
But for most people who are blogging in our situation, you are looking for an international audience. And so therefore you want to be found in search engines higher up than if it's just being returned in a UK search engine, for example. So as a general rule, avoid a country specific which is weird because eroticon is eroticon.co yeah because eroticon.com yeah is is purchased but um there's very few people that actually are aware that .co is colombia yeah um so it it has become a fairly acceptable tld top level domain name yeah um but we recommend .net uh, yeah, com. .com, obviously. Ideally, go for a .com. Right. That should be always what you're trying to do. But if, for example, you've built up a name already, so you don't want a new domain name, and your domain name happens to have been already bought by someone else at the .com, then you're, you need to start looking at other things like .net um, and various other There's things. There's a zillion other these days. Yeah. I mean, the only the real advantage to any of those is they often cost less because they're less desirable. Yeah. So they can be... A bargain. And just a very quick note about your name. If you have started blogging and you don't own your domain name and you've got a cool, fabulous name that you love and you are doing well, but you're not actually planning to move from WordPress or Blogger or wherever you are at the moment, just invest the 12 quid or whatever it is to buy your domain name if if it's available as a .com. Even if you don't use it, because trust me, some other savvy bugger will notice, particularly if your blog starts doing particularly well, and they will buy that name because it's you've actually made that name valuable by doing good work at the WordPress.com extension. So even if you're not going to self-host, buy your domain name. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit fanatical there's, there's about that. A bit, bit of hand waving that you can't yeah. see going on. And, but watch out! Don't get like me because it's become like an obsession now. And I like think up domain names and I like names. And then I'm like, oh, I'm just going to splash out. I haven't bought a domain name in six months. I should just buy it. So I own a whole host of domain names for things that I just have like vague ideas for. So watch out for that because it can kind of become an obsession. Okay, finding a host. We've kind of covered that. Yep. Let's talk about. SSL certificates. Okay, we'll talk about the things that, that you need to make sure that your hosting package has. Yeah. So uh, not just SSL, and we're going to start with SSL because um, it used to be people charged a lot of money for it and not everybody did it. And SSL is about security. It's about your traffic and information being encrypted between the person reading your blog and you person hosting it. And in today's world, you really do want that. And lots of browsers list sites as insecure Mm -hmm. if you don't have SSL, Mm -hmm. but don't pay money for it. Uh, Let's Encrypt, which is a a project run by a bunch of big internet companies, started giving away certificates for free. And so if you find a host that doesn't give you SSL for free, I would continue your search it's really worthwhile and it shouldn't cost you any money at all. So it should be included. One of the things when you're looking for a host is do they include a free SSL certificate? If they don't, move on and look for someone else because most of them do. You shouldn't have to pay for it. The other things to look out to look for are bandwidth and drive space. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to have too little drive space and Because you're on perhaps someplace like WordPress.com or someplace else, they don't restrict you in how much your drive space is. And so 
many of you, in spite of my many sessions at Eroticon, upload massively giant pictures because it doesn't matter. But when you're self-hosted, your package limits you to a certain amount of drive space. So you have to learn to be more frugal. You want to get as much drive space as you can afford. And for a relatively new uh, WordPress self-hosted site, I would recommend five to 10 gigabytes more is better. And bandwidth, you don't want somebody that limits you. You might not be popular now, but if you are popular or become popular, you can find yourself running out of bandwidth where the host gets back to you and says, oh, nobody else can see your site for the rest of this month because you've used all your bandwidth. Buy more. Right. So for most people, when they move from from a free platform to self-hosting, or if you start out straight away on self-hosting, you can get, you can just get shared self-hosting from a host rather than you don't need a VPS. a VPS at this stage. So you can buy their package that's usually shared hosting is what it's called. And often a lot of hosts have different tiers of even shared hosting. Um, depending on whether you're just going to have one domain name or multiple domain names or whatever. But so usually often quite a few of the places that we recommend, like the middle package mm -hmm. is often the one that literally will give you plenty. You can, of course, always upgrade if things you could suddenly have become really popular or, you know, your traffic is huge, then you're going to have to look at something else. But like that's kind of for the future. And I think for most people, a shared package is going to do the trick. It's going to absolutely do the trick. Yeah. Again, if you find something you're not sure, you can always just get in touch and say, what do you think? Is this a good plan? When you're checking out at these places, when you've, you know, you bought your domain name and you found your host and they give you free SSL and it's mm -hmm. all good. When you go through the checkout process, be careful and look for all the little tick boxes because the price they advertise is generally for a three or two or three year long contract. Yeah. You don't have to do that, but you pay slightly more for less time. You can even go as low as monthly. Um, but they'll often offer other things like, you know, Secure Shield, which is gives you a little badge that says your site is secure. Don't pay for that. They will offer all kinds of other things. As a general rule of thumb, you don't need those things. Like backups. Right. You no. don't need to pay for them to back up your site. You can upload a plugin and do it yourself. Yep. So don't pay for those added little extras. I can't think of anything that you need to click tick the box that says, yes, I want this extra thing no. for money. No. So literally untick all of them. Um, also, we should talk about these things yes. that... So this should be part of your package. Yes. So when, when you're shopping for a host, you want to make sure that they offer something called cPanel. Now, cPanel is the back end of your website. So you have to have software that allows uh, the content management software, something like WordPress or one of the other options, to run on. And you have to install WordPress and cPanel... Um, is the way you do that. It's the way you manage the really nitty-gritty stuff to your site. You won't need to get in there a lot, but when you do need to get in there, this is how you want to do it. Um, so, so you, you kind of have to think of it as like, the cPanel is kind of like the engine of your blog and the content management system. And we're going to come and talk about that in a minute because I know lots of people get really confused the minute you start mentioning WordPress again because they're like, wait, you just said we can't do WordPress. So we, we, we'll circle back around to that in a minute. But so yes, cPanel 
is the engine of your blog and the content management system is the fixtures and fittings. It's the bodywork. It's the bit that makes it look nice, makes it look like a car so you can drive it, or in this case, makes it look like a blog so you can blog. So those are the two things. So yes, cPanel should be included in your hosting package. If it's not, again, move on, find another host. There are lots of people, including me, who have sites hosted on places that don't offer that. And I have the technical expertise to not Manage need that. that, right? So that's not a problem. But if you're starting out, you do not want to start with something that's that complicated. Yeah. Uh, you want to keep it simple. And one of the real advantages of cPanel is once you buy your hosting, you click on the little cPanel icon and you go to the software installer and you pick your content management system. And that's, well, isn't that a smooth segue? Didn't I do that really well? That was not good. Just, just slid right in there. It's like gliding in someone's DMs. Plus, no, not like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> not like that at all. But so, when you get there, you go to your your software installer, and you're going to get a list of different things you can install, and it can be quite an extensive list because uh, WordPress self-hosted, and this is here's where we get into the sticky part. So, uh, a little tiny little bit of quick history: the company Automatic. The people that made WordPress, um, geek alert, geek alert, um, were are nice people, and so what they decided to do was they wrote this software as open source software and gave it to the world. Mm-hmm. Here you go, we have this, and we made this, and we think it's pretty cool. We think it's so cool, we're going to start up a website and give away um, basic free hosting for people to use our software to make their websites and, and have them for the world. Really nice of them, and. The, uh, so they gave it away, and then there's WordPress.org, where the all the people who work with WordPress contribute their time for free to maintain WordPress, to make sure that WordPress is secure and safe and up to the latest standards, and they write thousands of plugins to do all kinds of cool things that WordPress.com won't let you do because they have to have a managed environment yeah. where when you're self-hosted, you go, oh, that scrolling tweet thing that Molly has is so cool. I want that. You can have it. That thing that auto posts, tweets um, for old content renewal. Oh, I can do that. So WordPress.org, and you can install the WordPress software for free on your site, on your cPanel, mm-hmm. um, will allow you to A, easily move from Blogger or WordPress.com to uh, WordPress self-hosted, very simply. Um, But there are other options. Um, They are not nearly so popular. I think I read the other day that something like 70% of the world's websites run on WordPress. Right. Which which speaks worlds to um, the quality of it, of of how well it works and how many people believe it and use it. And you're always going to find people that go, oh, WordPress sucks, it's so awful. You know, but... You know, you tried Blogger. How did you feel about Blogger? I never tried Blogger. Oh, no? no, I've got a Blogger account, obviously, because I took my I wanted my name. I've got, I've taken my name everywhere. That's what it was. But it's, it's, it's awful. And unless you're geeky and techy and like actually playing with HTML code, it's, it's not the way to go. But so I, I recommend personally to you, our lovely listener here, that you you install the WordPress software on your self-hosted site. It is going to be the simplest, quickest, easiest to use path to get you to where you want to be. Right. It's simple to use. It will look probably, if you've come from WordPress.com, 
it will feel incredibly similar. You'll literally be like, oh, it's kind of like that, but slightly different. You'll pick it up really quickly. Um, and even if you've come from somewhere else like Blogger, I still feel like there's a familiarity. You're, you're in, instinctive, I think, that you will feel that you will get it. Yes, there's a bit of a learning curve. The joy of WordPress as well is, as Michael said, somebody has created a widget for you to do fucking anything you want to do, pretty much. Like, whatever you want to do, someone out there has built some crazy-ass widget that will do it. Um, and on top of that, there is so much, like, there are so many themes. I mean, there are literally, you could spend the rest of your life looking at themes. Seriously, watch out, because themes are a rabbit hole that you can disappear down and be like three days later be like you know shivering and starving at your computer screen because you just can't stop looking at them um so yeah but there is just so much available and there's a huge community around wordpress and also learning wise there are a bazillion videos on youtube literally if you google how do you do what xyz on you on wordpress somebody will have made a tutorial to teach you how to do it it's out there somewhere i can pretty much guarantee that so yeah that's why it's a good one um the one that we would recommend i just wanted to go back and write down a couple of notes um if you move away from a free space Mm. such as wordpress.com or blogger so you're domain name there is currently iwritesexystuff.wordpress.com they're actually giving out that blog extensions these days too okay or iwritesexystuff.blogger.com when you move to self-hosting you buy the domain name iwritesexystuff.com pretty sure that that's not available but I am going to have to go and check after this Do not, for the love of God, give up your WordPress name. Do not do that. Do not close or delete that account because some smart ass will come along and take it and start up a blog using your name, I Write Sexy Stuff, but they will be iwritesexystuff.wordpress.com, but even so, they will pick up any SEO or anything that you left there from the content you had there. Do not give up that name. If you don't want anyone to see that site, which again, I wouldn't advise, I would say leave that site live, which is what I've done. My WordPress site is still there. All the content appears to be gone. There is literally just one post that says, if you've come here, actually I'm now at work at monosteadykiss.com. So that's what I would advise you to do. Literally leave a landing page for people that pushes them on to wordpress.com, to, to your new domain name. Same on Blogger. Do not give up those account names. And if you are successful or think you're going to be successful, take those account names everywhere. So I own or I have monosteadykiss.blogger. I've never used it, but I took that because I don't want someone else to take that. And the same on social media. If you mm-hmm. think you've got a name, go around to even like, okay, I don't, if you are a person who says, oh, I don't use Instagram, don't use Instagram, don't like Instagram, eh, eh, eh. Go on Instagram, make an account, grab your name, I write sexy stuff, or whatever you want your name to be, 
keep you've got it registered to your email address delete the app if you're never going to use it but it means that somebody else can't start up an Instagram page in your name where you're building a reputation for yourself as whatever it is you do yeah and those names should all match and if for those people out there who have a blog name and then their Twitter handle or Instagram handle is something completely different. Still do this. Yeah. Still do this. Um, it's better if you're, and I'll say this even though you might not have this developed yet, but your brand is important and you want that to be consistent. You know, people are really, really, really lazy. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Molly is Molly's Daily Kiss. Everywhere. everywhere you don't need to worry about well what is she apart called here life. apart from fat life well that is a bit of a different thing altogether which i don't really see as a so much as a, i mean it is a social network we but it's not quite in the same way as the others you know it's behind a membership wall so it's not searchable on seo you don't get any seo juice from having a fat life profile but obviously you get access to them huge community but my FetLife name, I took when I was just starting to kind of really dabble around as Molly. And I decided I wanted a slightly separate name because I thought FetLife, I was going to perhaps find somebody there. And I didn't know that. I wasn't absolutely sure that I wanted them to know as Molly now. And I have the best <laughs> FetLife name. And I ain't never given it up. So when you do that, when you build your brand, when you start finding your identity, whatever that's going to be, you want to make sure all those things match. You yeah. want to make sure that every social media platform you can think of, that you snag that before somebody else does. Yeah. And once you have all these things, you've got your uh, domain name, you've found an acceptable host, they do all the things you want, the price is right, and the price is surprisingly affordable. It, less uh, I, um, how did I? I worked it out of several times, but it's like, like thirty nine cents a day or something like that. You can have a self hosted website, domain name, and everything. Yeah. For about thirty nine cents a day, you can I even pay like less. At the moment, like say fifty dollars a year. Uh, ish, ish, yeah, ish would probably you should probably be able to get it all in for fifty bucks a year ish. I mean, you can um, spend you can spend much more, but somewhere between fifty and eighty, let's say. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if suddenly you got you find something and the, and you go to check out and da 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 da, and it's like a year is going to cost you a hundred dollars. Don't do that. Like, ask other people around. That's a lot of money. I would. And be there's stunned. often discount codes. Yeah, there are often discount codes. Again come and speak to us because actually we have some that we know currently at the moment so yeah don't for goodness sake spend, spend too much money don't you shouldn't need to spend a huge amount of money if you're as i said if you go to checkout and it's rather a lot of money then have second thoughts and ask around a bit more and i just also want to talk about paying your payment plan on how you do that yes you can get it cheaper if you pay for a three years i have never done that because I like to be in a position where I can fuck off <laughs> and move to any host literally overnight. And if I've paid three years of hosting up front, that all then becomes really bloody complicated because I've got to try and claw back money from them if they piss me off because their downtime sucks or they do something... To, I mean, I've moved two or three times now 
Once because they changed their policy on on adult content. Once because I wanted to move, I needed more, and the company I was with didn't do more. Uh, but obviously, we run a number of different sites, and we've moved those from other for other reasons too. But you know, shitty customer service, constant downtime. If you pay monthly, yes, you will pay slightly more over a period of time. But the one joy of that, if you can afford it, is that you can literally say fuck you this is shit i'm done i bought hosting over here at the most i've lost half a month's worth of hosting money which i don't really care about and i've got new hosting with someone who's not useless and And, off we go and of course all of the stuff there's lots of other variables and questions and things like that and so we haven't covered everything that we possibly can Mm -hmm. in this conversation and that's why you should of course be in the smartlines or slack Yes, where you can come and ask an infinite number of questions about these subjects and ask for help and all sorts of things. You can also um, subscribe to Michael's patron for a bargain price, gets you um, access to tech geek stuff that he knows. Um, Of course, you can always hire him if you want someone to do that. And yeah, I think we've Kind of, I think we've done a good job there. Like, I think actually we've covered more than I thought we would. I think we're going to leave it there. Um, I hope this has been useful. And, yeah, come and ask us questions if there's anything we've said and you're like, wait, what? Um, We're happy for you to come and talk to us at any time. And if there's a subject that you would like me or us to cover at some point in the future, come and tell us that too. We want to hear from you and we hope that you are also having a lovely Saturday evening. Thank you again for joining us on the Smutlancer podcast. Bye. Bye.